0: Welcome to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Good Sunday afternoon to you, Jason Kong, here with... Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, who's been in the Triangle for over 17 years, is head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. Dr. Mann, how are you doing today? I'm doing good.
1: How about you? The New I, Year's here. Almost halfway through January. It's
0: crazy, isn't it? I know, I know. Basketball, ACC basketball is uh, is getting hot right now. Super Bowl
1: now. around the corner. Super
0: Bowl's around the
1: corner. This is a fun time of year, it is. Dr. Mann. Yeah. Well, well, as long as we don't get any snow, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> well, we uh, we, we kind of dodged the bullet here. So well, Yeah, uh, that's what they say, but you never know in this area.
0: Yeah. You, that's, that's very true. Well, um, We may get like a March surprise or something. Who knows? <laughs> We're not out of the woods yet. Well, Dr. Mann, we've got a, another interesting show lined up here. Uh, I always enjoy Teeth Talk and coming in and speaking with you. And uh, the topic that you have lined up for today is common dental infections. And this this one sounds a little scary, Dr. Mann, because uh, infections are, are really no joke. So what is
1: the dental infection that you see the most coming into your office? Well, it's good you say that because a lot of uh, – a lot of infections in the dental office are silent infections. You know, you don't, you don't really feel them right. you have infections. And so the most common one that we see in our office is periodontal disease. You know, it's estimated that over 55% of the population have, has some form of periodontal disease. And basically, that is an infection in your mouth. You know, there's several bacterial bacteria i want to say several there's probably up to 12 bacteria that can cause periodontal disease different forms there's ones that are really aggressive and some that are moderately aggressive and some that are mildly aggressive but um, each play their own role in creating periodontal disease and basically what periodontal disease is this bacteria gets around your tooth and the tartar buildup that we get on our teeth and it lives in that tartar and it forms a housing around itself so that our immune system has a hard time fighting it um, it forms a, a, like a bio form around it uh, I always tell people to think of it kind of like a beehive when you go in and try to raid a beehive all these bees come out to try to sting you that don't go out to try to get honey to bring back they're the protectors well this infection has the same thing it's like a beehive and um, it'll send out Uh, to kill the t-cells and all the good white blood cells that are going up there to try to kill it and it it actually kills them so it's kind of funny um when you think about it from that standpoint but it's a it's a pretty um serious infection mouth but a silent infection you don't feel it until it's too late um again if you haven't had your teeth cleaned in quite some time um there's probably a 90 percent chance that you have some form of periodontal disease going on your mouth so that's the most common one yeah, and man, the way you describe it, that doesn't sound very pleasant. Uh, yeah, it sounds
0: really. Scary. I always tell people,
1: you know, if you if you floss your teeth and you're getting a lot of bleeding, or some people describe it as being long in the tooth, um, or you know, you you have a very distinct bad breath that that you can't um, can't get away from, you know, with mouthwashes and things like that. It's probably more than likely you have, it's periodontal disease that's, that's causing
0: that. Yeah, and we've talked a lot about periodontal disease on the program, and we've talked about how it impacts your overall health, including heart disease. But, Dr. Mann, what, what's the link there? Why does an infection in your mouth affect your heart and other places of your body?
1: Yeah, and that's that's heart disease is one of the major um, things that we talk about about periodontal disease. You can go to the American Heart Association uh, website, and they'll tell you that the beginning of plaque buildup in your arteries is created from – the periodontal disease and the bacteria that's in your mouth. Uh, That bacteria in your mouth um, doesn't uh, – the real uh, – eventually, periodontal disease progresses. Um, You have the beginning stages, and then you have uh, the late stages, and it progresses into uh, actually a more uh, robust infection the longer we ignore it. And it can still be silent, meaning you don't have pain or you don't feel any significant pain. But that bacteria becomes what we call anaerobic. It doesn't like oxygen, okay? Well, it sets up shop in your veins – or excuse me, in your arteries and even in your veins. Um, But it'll it'll go between the inside of your arteries, the lining of the inside of your arteries. And what it does is it goes into – I always say, you know, you can think of a cell that lines up uh, your otters. You have millions of them. But where those cells meet, okay, that bacteria goes down in between those cells, okay, and then the oxygen can't get to it. So it's setting up shop there so that it can spread throughout the body. We Believe it or not, your body is very smart. And what it does is it knows it's there. So it sends a sticky-like substance to try to smother it. Okay, and try to keep it from spreading, and contain it is another good good word. Um, so that the next time, uh, you know that in itself is not really hurting us and causing heart disease. It's the indirect effect. So the next time that we eat something very fatty, this causes lipids that that fill our blood as it's coming through that artery. Those lipids stick to that real soapy, sticky substance, and over time, that's where arterial buildup comes from, which increases your risk for a heart. Um, disease uh, uh, myocardial infarction which is a heart attack um, and even you know in the veins it can increase uh, your risk for stroke um, because eventually you know if you get build up that that vein can expand and then have burst which is really what 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 causes stroke so it is it it is a very um uh invasive bacteria in the body um the other thing that we have to worry about is people get um, implants if you've had hip implants or if you've had knee implants you really have to to stay on top of keeping your teeth very clean and, and preventing periodontal disease because that can go in and attach to your implants and cause those implants to fail at a quicker rate especially when you first get them placed a lot of your um uh, you know, doctors that are placing uh, implants, uh, knee implant, knee replacements, hip replacements, they'll actually send for a clearance from me before they allow their patients to go through with the surgery to make sure they don't have periodontal disease. So they're also knowing, hey, and they culture these things with these implants uh, that are failing, uh, the hip implants, and they find that the bacteria started in the mouth. Wow! So I had I had a, f- a friend recently. Um, down the coast he called me up and said hey you know they told me that my knee implant fell because um i had had, you know the bacteria that caused it to fail came from my mouth and i was like yep when's the last time you had your teeth cleaned three or four years ago so it it, it, it's it's not just me telling you that it's actually you know someone that's probably close to you there's a lot of them out there so if you know someone that has it listeners out there that have implants tell them hey it's very serious um to make sure they keep keep going to the dentist on a regular basis to keep that bacteria from occurring.
0: Yeah. That's that's great advice because as you've described periodontal disease is certainly no joke and that bacteria can cause some big time problems. If you're interested in scheduling an appointment with Dr. Mann, maybe it's been quite a while since you've had a cleaning, uh, the place to do that is to go online to smileman.com. Smileman that's man with two ends.com. You can also call the office 919-462-93 That's 919-462-9338 to schedule an appointment with Dr. Mann. A quick break and back and more with Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are talking all about common dental infections and Dr. Mann, we just spent a whole lot of time talking about periodontal disease and how that's the most, uh, common infection that you tend to see in your profession here in your office. Um, but, what about the second most common what's the most second most common one that you see
1: well it's close to periodontal disease i could say it's probably up there you know really close but um believe it or not decay you know most people don't think that cavities in the mouth are an infection but it is an infection it's caused by bacteria so the technical um you know definition of an infection is you know it's caused by either a virus or a bacteria. And so um, decay is the destruction of the tooth that's created by a bacteria. And um, we see that commonly, you know, in, in, in our society. I wouldn't say that 55% of the, uh, of the people have it. Um, it has decreased. We did have a larger number, you know, 40 or 50 years ago. But with fluoride, that number has decreased. However, we are seeing an increase again, but uh, uh, – Of decay because of the amount of sugars that we're seeing in our diet and the amount of soft drinks energy drinks all these new drinks that we think are healthy they have the sugar and the acids in them so we're seeing a great increase in that infection in the mouth which are cavities Um, and, and most people don't think hey i got an infection in my mouth but think about it this way when you have a cavity in your mouth okay and you don't get it fixed it breeds other cavities it causes the increase in other cavities so it's very um uncommon to think like that because think about it you know if an infection somewhere you can give an infection to someone else right if you have the flu you can give them the flu easy cold whatever it may be same goes with the bacteria in our mouth from periodontal disease or cavities you can spread that bacteria and increase that bacteria in your child or in or in your significant other so it the infection in cavities can also cause your other teeth that may not have a cavity to increase the risk for that teeth and all your teeth in your mouth to have a greater risk of getting cavities. Now, we've we've talked about cavities before on the show. Most of it is from diet, okay, mm-hmm. and not brushing your teeth and, and doing the correct things. So it's easily defeated. But once you give it, get a cavity, you have to have a filling put in it. Or else, you're not going to get rid of the bacteria from by just brushing or flossing. You have to get that cavity that's formed with the that that has all the bacteria. You have to get that bacteria out and a cavity and a filling put in so that so that it doesn't progress.
0: Yeah, and cavities are another one of those that you don't you don't know that it's there unless you go it's and solid. see it. Yeah, the you know
1: until it gets too too deep and too late. You know, I always tell people when you start having pain, the first pain you'll have with a cavity is you'll be sensitive to cold and to sweets. That's usually the first sign of having you know decay in your mouth. Um, when it starts throbbing on a regular basis, then you've got something really serious. Your cavity's gotten into the nerve, and so um, I always tell people you're ve- you're better off to be proactive, and that's with periodontal disease too. But proactive with cavities, even if there's a very small one, um, go ahead and get it filled. A, you're keeping your other teeth from likely getting cavities, and B, small fillings last a lot longer than big fillings and Uh, and they're a lot cheaper so you know don't wait until hey it's gonna it's gonna get deeper and then i can get one well then a you're paying more for your filling you're taking a risk that your other teeth are getting fillings and that filling that you're getting that you're paying more for is not going to last as long as a simple small filling
0: Oh, that's some good advice. I didn't know that. Um well, you know, speaking of pain caused by cavities, yeah, everyone uh I guess in a, once in a while maybe experiences a toothache
1: or um, you know, pain in your teeth. Well, what causes that? That's a good question because most toothaches that are throbbing um are caused by deep decay or basically what we call an infection in the root of your tooth. Um your teeth uh have basically nerves that go from the center of the tooth down to what we call the apex or the end of your tooth up in the bone um, where it sits. And there's also blood vessels and soft tissue that takes nutrients to the tooth while it was forming. What happens is when bacteria gets in from deep decay, that dies. Okay, so you no longer have a blood flow that goes up into that to carry your immune system. Oh, it's a bacteria haven. I call it a bacteria house because guess what your immune system can't get up there to fight it and kill those bacteria so what happens your body sends all of these um cells up there like white blood cells t cells and it surrounds that area and keeps pumping those cells out and that's what causes the throbbing pain is you get pressure on your nerves from all those uh, immune cells that are going up there and in in what we refer to as pus you know you ever seen pus mm-hmm. that's what we see we see fistulas or pus and that throbbing pain is an infection created by deep decay usually it can be caused by trauma like if you traumatize your tooth your nerve can die as well but the number one thing that we see is deep decay that causes your nerve to die and that's called a periapical infection it's an infection that is very very dangerous okay we've seen a lot of people that don't get them treated because the pain goes away um they end up in the hospital um it can it can end up going to your brain um a lot of people get on an antibiotic and then and then the pain goes away because the infection goes down and then it comes back with a vengeance and the antibiotic that we gave them before doesn't work any longer or any antibiotic and then we have to get them into the hospital and get them on an iv sedation oh excuse me an iv antibiotic so if there's anybody out there that has the has those those pains, that's a warning sign. Take it as hey, you know, God is telling me there's something that I need to do. I always tell people it's God's warning of telling you that I have an infection near my brain. Okay, get something done about it. Yeah, that, that's that's the way I say it. Remember, you have sinuses that are that are uh, basically between your mouth and your brain. And you know how you can get sinus infections pretty easy. Basically, your sinus is just a cavity. And and the reason why you have a sinus and a cavity is, is if you take a blow on your chin, okay, that sinus cavity there, is there to kind of uh, soften the blow so that you don't get as many concussions or whatever. Um, but it is a problem because it doesn't have blood flow. And so you can easily get infections that, that spread up to the brain. And I have a, actually had a patient that they thought had meningitis she had lesions on her brain and I just happened to do an x-ray one day and she had lesions on one of her uh, tooth that had been previously treated, root canal treatment which is how we treat those type of infections and she said okay I I want you to take it out so I took it out that day and she'd been fighting this debilitating symptoms for like about 6 to 8 months, they couldn't figure out what was going on, they finally said it was meningitis treating her from meningitis wasn't getting better within two weeks after i took the tooth out all of her symptoms were gone wow that's incredible so that that is an example of how dangerous it can be now will every toothache lead to that no but everyone should take it seriously because you know that as you can imagine you know those type of symptoms where you can't walk you're having you know neuro problems is, is a serious serious thing. Oh, it's incredibly serious. Yeah. And, you know, uh, as you said, sometimes
0: the, the pain may go away for a little while oh, yeah. and that may give you a false sense of security. That's that right. You're okay. But no, if you're experiencing any sort of tooth pain, uh, you might want to give Dr. Man a call. You can do that by calling 919-462-9338. That's 919 919- Four six two nine three three eight or online at smileman.com that's man with two n's a quick break and back you're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF News Radio 680 WPTF This is Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann Of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry Jason Kong here with Dr. Mann And we're talking all about common dental infections We've gone over periodontal disease We've also gone over uh, various other infections That folks can have in their mouth Dr. Mann and you know, one, one topic that I wanted to get to before we end the show today is, uh, cold sores. You know, you hear a lot about people getting cold sores in the mouth and the pain that it causes. Um, you know, what causes that type of
1: infection? You know, that's, that's a good question. We see co- cold sores quite often in our, in our practice and they, man, they can last forever. You know, like 10 days, you know, 12 days and they're very miserable. That is really caused by a virus. It's the herpes, simplex virus about 99 percent of the population has this virus okay and as all herpes viruses they live in the nerves that surround your face the trigeminal nerves and other nerves and they show themselves at uh, at the most inopportune times and usually uh, when you're stressed out they'll pop out Uh, when you're in the sun too long they'll pop out or if you're in a windy cold location so think about that you go on you know this time of year you want to go to the islands and you're in the sun the first day and then the next thing you know you start feeling this tickling sensation and most people that have them know that feeling it's a a particular feeling that's that virus exiting the nerve and the nerve is giving you that tickling sensation Um, and uh, uh, so same with stress when you feel that tickling sensation you know Uh, It is an infection. Okay. So when you get that cold sore and it pops that blister out, the blister is filled with that herpes virus. And what it's trying to do is pass itself along to another host, which is someone who doesn't have the virus. Young kid, uh, usually young person since 99% of the population have it. So uh, that's when it's very important uh, to protect others from it. Because it'll weep once that once it pops, that that'll weep for a couple of days before it dries off and scabs off. So you have to be very careful because it is an infection. There are some treatment you know drugs that you can take just like with a bacterial infection. Um, the only thing is, from a cure standpoint, a lot of people ask me can it ever be cured. Um, there are some studies that show that as soon as you feel that tickling sensation come on. If you'll come into your dental office, we have a laser and we can laser it and it'll keep it from popping out. There are some studies that showing that if you get that laser treatment on three or four occasions that it, it can kill the virus or make it so that it's so small that it won't keep keep coming out and try to present itself so it can spread to the other host. So um, there is that aspect. Now, there are some antivirals out there that'll make the uh, how long you have it shorter You know, instead of 10 days, it might reduce it down to three, but it doesn't reduce the fact that that virus can be spread. It is an infection. So the other one, the common that we see is ulcers. You see a lot of people that get them on their tongue or inside their mouth. A lot of that is due to diet. Um, If you eat a real high citrusy diet or a high acidic diet, um, you can get ulcers. I always tell people um, it's better to try to keep your – your your uh, citrus levels down you know during uh especially if you're if you're prone to them some people are more prone to them to others they haven't really uh, determined it some sometimes those active are caused by bacteria sometimes they're called by caused by viruses so there's both when that comes and if you get them you may have had one they're very very sore it's hard to eat anything really uh salty can make them sting but um again treatment the best treatment option for that is a laser in a dental office we can make the pain go away instantly with those is that the same thing as a a canker sore is that something no a canker sore is a cold well yes canker sores in the mouth yeah that's the same Cold sore and canker sore. Canker sore would be more of an apthos ulcer. Cold sore would be more of that, that herpes virus on your lip. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, that makes sense. Well, you know, uh, one other thing that I wanted to get to real quick, Dr. Mann, and we, we sort of addressed this earlier, but just, again, the importance of why it's, it's so important to go in and get things checked out if you're feeling pain, um, even though, you know, uh, sometimes that pain may go away or you may not even feel mm-hmm. the pain, but just right. going in for that checkup
1: well there 's two things I say you know if you haven 't visited a dentist you know in a while, uh, you have an infection in your mouth uh, it, studies all studies show that majority of people will have periodontal disease if you can If you can um, stop periodontal disease in its early stages a it 's very easily treated, okay, but the longer you wait, the more time consuming it is because periodontal disease has to be treated over a period of time the more invasive it gets because the bacteria is almost impossible to get on top of in one visit. So you might have four or five, six visits to get periodontal disease under control if, the longer you wait, okay? Um, so if you feel like your gums are bleeding, uh, you feel like you know, you're, you're getting some recession, things like that, even though if you're not having pain, I always tell people if you're spitting blood, you have periodontal disease and you haven't visited the dentist in a while, visit them so that you can get started. Um, And eventually, you will have pain with periodontal disease, so that will help prevent that pain. Um, Number two, cavities. You know, we talked about that. Come in on a regular basis. You know, one of the things that we hear a lot about with with people is like, why do you have to take x-rays so often? Well, it has to do with cavities between your teeth that we can't see clinically. If we can catch those cavities early, it will prevent the second thing we talked about, which is the periapical infection, which is that pain. Okay, that will lead to some severe, severe pain and the possibility of severe infections um, in the brain, uh, wherever it might be. Um, and uh, so that's easily prevented. Just get those cavities filled and uh, keep, keep your visits to the dentist on a regular basis so that they can detect those cavities when they're small. That's, I can't underestimate that. You know, you've got some teeth that are very big. You could wait a long time when you get a cavity on those before it started hurting. But if you think about it, your teeth in the front have very little amount of tooth structure compared to your back teeth. Those are the ones that we see that tend to get the cavities and get into the nerve pretty quickly. Gotcha. Um, so uh, make sure you're, you're visiting. And then, of course, um, the other uh, periapical, uh, uh, periapical problems that we talked about, the infections, it, um, you need to come in and you need to make a decision. you know if you get a periapical infection your nerve dies you got two choices you can either get a root canal or you have to take the tooth out okay and if you go on an antibiotic and the pain goes away and you don't do either you can end up in the hospital. So, you definitely want to address these things so that it doesn't get to that point.
0: Some serious consequences if you don't. And if you're looking for someone to uh, schedule an appointment with, might as well make it Dr. Mann. You can do that by going online to smileman.com. That's man with two Ns, smileman.com, or calling 919 462 9338. 919 462 Nine three three eight. Dr. Mann has two offices, one in Cary off of East Chatham Street, the other in Garner off of Highway 70. And, Dr. Mann, we're, we got to get out of here, but what do we have on tap for next week?
1: We are going to be talking about how sleep uh, in the dental office can – or how the dentist can help uh, with sleep. For those people who are having problems with sleeping.
0: I like that. I'm interested in hearing that. Uh, we hope that you'll join us for that one as well. We do this every Sunday at four thirty. It's Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Have a great day.